Okay, are you are you awake? Are you, I feel your speed right now is 0.5. We're going, 0.5. We're going. Okay. So people Ready? can, you know, speed it up and then they can still hear me so, properly. Sounds you know? good. There's a stat that says 73% of people actually listen to podcasts at a faster speed. And I just totally made that up. I know. They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're screwed with, with both of us because you speak at 0.5 and then I speak at 2.0. So, um, yeah, let us know. <laughs> How do you listen to our podcast? Anyways, here we go. Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content all this while having a good time the goal of this podcast is simple entertain educate and turn your content into profit let's go we are back mm. live on the show with part two of top trends 2023 in the marketing area that is right and today's episode is brought to you by the one and only hopspot which we are actually reading some of the stats that they share in this report, the top marketing trends for 2023. That's right. We're giving them the Bizbros spin. So uh, well, we're sharing their we're sharing their stats, and then we are adding some extra value with the Bizbros take. You know that um, jokes like are not jokes anymore when you explain the joke. I don't think that was a joke. You're like, we're giving them the Bizbros spin. How's that? And a then joke? people are laughing at and then you explain the joke, and then they're like, ah. Now people understand why your wife <laughs> says your jokes are terrible. All right, anyways. Now that's a joke right there. <laughs> it's because my wife... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, uh, the first step, Fonzie, what are you talking about? What oh, are we, just, what we, are we just, talking we're about? Just diving straight Di in. Diving straight in. Straight in. So, that, Head oh, first. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give like just a quick 30-second recap of the stats that we talked last time. And if you want to hear more in detail... You know what they are and our take just go to the previous episode and listen to it um and if you already know just make sure you also download the episode on whatever platform you're listening to so we get those extra listens <laughs> stat number one influencer marketing will evolve into common marketing tactic biz bros take you need to be an attractive character you need to find an attractive character in your company as well that's right step to uh Stat number two, I'll say step two. Stat <laughs> number two, video marketers will keep content short. I mean, if you haven't noticed that you're living under a rock, but <laughs> Bizbros take shorts, reels, TikTok, generate interest, and they have more potential for virality. So leverage that thing, baby. Leverage. I mean, from organic and paid, both sides, right? So um, I think there's those are strong. Uh, go back and listen to episode 355 and let us know what you think. Yeah, we'll go uh, definitely more in depth in those. That's right. So today we're going to be talking, the first thing is like social media will become a customer service tool. All right. So I'm going to first read the stats and then we'll go into our take. But 15% of marketers plan to try it for the first time in 2023. Mm. Plan social media, to, to try social media as a customer as service. As a customer tool. service tool, correct. Yes. Then 20% of Gen Zers and nearly 25% of millennials have contacted a brand on social media for customer service in the past three months. Honestly, yeah. I feel like that number is probably even higher. Yeah. Um, you, you, you can see the trend. Also, I've noticed a lot of the trends that a lot of the advertising is going to DMs. Instead of going to landing pages, it's sending people to those brands or businesses DMs to immediately start a conversation there. I mean, just today we were having that discussion about how different businesses, right, are 
leaning more and more into even their sales teams, right? Having full conversations and connecting with real humans behind uh, those DMs, right? Obviously, there's a, a ton of solutions out there and um, you'll see what fits your business. But uh, we are in the... Um, in the boat or on the boat of real yeah. people having those conversations. But I, I remember the, I feel like the pioneer of that was like Wendy's with Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. With like, they would like crack jokes and stuff like that. But at the yeah. same time, when people would complain or say something, they would be right there. Yeah. I feel like T-Mobile was pretty good with, in that sense too, in Twitter. When people would complain or something, I would always see a message like, hey, contact us. And then we'll, like, we'll help you out. I know. So, yeah. I mean, I think if if you're a company, right, that have social media channels already developed, you guys are being consistent in a way. Um, just keep this in mind, right, if you, if you don't have this, because I'm sure you already have people reaching out in there. The days where you have a social media manager that might be external to your company or an, an agency, I think those are over. Then you might have to bring somebody in-house to, um, to handle all of those requests and making sure that people get uh, serviced the right way. Right. So yeah, they, they want coherence between the brand. Right. So if you have somebody external, that might be a challenge. Right. The the message might be distorted somewhere along the way. Yeah. But if you have somebody in-house that, you know, obviously knows the brand, knows the voice, knows the message and the mission that you guys have for the company is probably going to be even better for them to share their message. Yeah. Now, the biz bros. Wait, 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 that. wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, before you do that. Okay, what is it? <laughs> we talked about attrition before, right? Like you when you put, a, put a, in the handbrake, you're like, yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about attrition before, right? A person comes into your business and you guys are, um, you they get serviced, they, they consume your products, they succeed, they do all this. But at the end of the day, there's some people that might fall off, right? So this is also a great way if they're reaching out to you. Uh, please don't ignore those messages, right? This is a great opportunity also to grab some of that content that you produce every single day and uh, maybe create some stuff that's really targeted to the most common questions. Um, doesn't, doesn't have to be um, a service rep. Uh, answering all these things, they can potentially, like if you start building different systems, you can record the answers, whether that's the CEO, the CMO, the person that's that attractive character of the most common questions. And that can be a piece of content that can be shared there, build rapport, build the trust, because they already know that person. They may have, they might have come from that. And a good example of this is we, I had a, a meeting with a network of fitness studios not so long ago and they were talking about they're producing a podcast for 10 different studios and they're talking about how do they use some of those pieces to increase the customer report with the people that they already have in uh, their communities right so there's another way to look at your content pipeline and your content ecosystem good job that okay pretty good. Release, so what is the business releasing, releasing handbrake releasing handbrake business take uh, I mean, we kind of share already about this, but we don't see it just as customer service, but we actually know of people that sell, right, products, $1,500 products straight through the DMs without jumping on calls and whatnot, right? Yeah. Also, people that are retargeting uh, people from their pipelines, from their funnels, back into DMs to engage them in conversation. So, honestly, I feel it's... Again, it's not just one part of the acquisition system. In this case, I guess customer service is more the retention part of it. But it's actually a full and important piece on the acquisition side of clients as well. So keep that in mind.
Absolutely. So my question to you is, do you have a system in place where if people reach out to you, uh, what gets triggered? Is it a person? Is it a virtual assistant? Is it somebody internally in your company that helps them? Or maybe is a flow of videos that are designed to not only keep them, but add more value and make sure that they become a fan of your brand and your company. So things to think about, let us know. Have you thought about it? Send us a quick DM uh, at BizRoseCo on every social media. Okay. Number two uh, for today. So Align marketing and sales teams will win. Um, we'll let Fonzie share the stat, but we've been saying this since even before content momentum or the podcast started. We remember, remember when we were to um, we were pitching to small businesses like five years ago with yep. the anti marketing agency, the anti marketing, the anti marketing agency, and uh, we will come in there, and uh, you will see often that um, at the time we were working with a lot of franchises, so. Corporate messaging in the marketing was very different than uh, what the sales teams were doing on the ground. So we worked with a lot of gyms and uh, the sales teams were not in tune with the messaging that was coming out. And all sometimes, you know, if you do own a franchise, you might experience this where the corporate messaging is very different or so far away to the problems and the things that your customers or your leads are experiencing every single day. So this is extremely important and this is why we feel that today is the best opportunity for every single company to be so connected with their communities, their customers. Um, You're doing it in front of the camera. So connected. So connected. Okay. <laughs> for uh, our listening friends, we're intertwining our fingers. Yeah. So connected. So what's the stat, Fonzie? <laughs> that well, is not our fingers, your own fingers with your own hands. Yeah, we're not touching right now. There we go. Nope. There we go. Connected. Mm -hmm. And it's fingers. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, right. Stat. Only 31% of marketers <laughs> say their sales and marketing teams are strongly aligned. Um, I don't know about you, but that is worrisome, right? If, mm. if your marketing is not giving, you know, self sales, sales qualified leads to your sales team, they're probably going to be uh, somewhat pissed off or upset, right? Because they're not going to be closing and therefore they're probably not going to be uh, making that bread and, you know, feeding their families <laughs> off of the commissions that they should be paying them. So I'll just invite you to think how can we align our marketing and sales efforts so whatever is coming in the pipeline is definitely aligned with the goals of the sales team. Now, this is a golden boulder right here that I'm about to, to launch. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. One of our favorite ways of doing this is through the six-figure platform. Yes, baby. And why, what? Where's the sound? Oh, hold on. The volume was down. Here we go. Right, let me repeat it. Six-figure platform. Hit it. There Let's we go. go. <laughs> now, why is that? that? And that has a base of... Can I, is that it's a little bit similar to ABM. So if you're in the B2B world, you might know a little bit more about ABM. But in theory, it's called account-based marketing in which you pretty much go and identify those people, those companies that you know would be an ideal client for you. And then you pretty much direct your marketing efforts straight to those people and those companies that can, the, the, the decision makers inside of that company, therefore, once they go through the pipeline and they land to your salespeople, it is a way easier sell. You wanna now, you wanna level that up? Have your salespeople develop the, an attractive character in a sense, right? We talked about this so and have I, them. I was run gonna this. go there. I was gonna go there. You're oh. stealing my thunder right now, bro. 
Give me that thunder. <laughs> give it. Give it to me. Well, I was just, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say. Co- now, continue with the thunder. Th- that, that is like the ABM, the ABM side of things. But like, how does a six-figure platform plays a role in there? Is with this attractive character, which can be your salesperson. It can actually be one of the marketing people as well, right? Or in some cases, the person that does the marketing is the person that does the sales as well. <laughs> so that person now can bring into the into the platform for us personally is content is profit. They can bring those decision makers, right? Target them specifically, build rapport, yeah. build a relationship. And then after you have that trust build, you can explore possibilities and opportunities yeah. to translate that into business. We're actually going through a yearly planning with one of the companies that we help right now. And every single person from sales to marketing is involved in that in that call because they need to be 100% in sync on this. And this is pretty interesting, right? Because when the CEO goes out and uh, they do their speaking engagements, right? And they're re- right now they're on tour, they bring their number one sales guy with them because they need to be aware of the message. What are we selling? Where's the, thi- where's the thing? And uh, it's pretty interesting because what Fonzie said, go out and what are your top tr- prospects, right? Actionable step, put on a list your top 12 uh, your target 12 uh, prospects and then have them invited not into like a sales call immediately right bring yeah. them into your platform whatever that is right uh, is it a blog collaboration is it a podcast we highly highly recommend podcasts obviously uh, is it a video podcast right is it a YouTube style thing right uh, a good example of this is Noah Kagan right like he connects with a lot of very successful people uh, on his YouTube videos he says for example I asked 60 year olds or you know uh, millionaires how they created their companies and he connected with founders and after that connection i am a hundred percent sure because i've heard feedback from somebody that knows him very well that he's asking advice on how to run this company how to sell their company and different things right for him that's the value but for you like okay is it a massive client is it a, a massive lead that we can add value that we can build a relationship and then develop a business after that so how are you today uh including these elements into your marketing and sales or Marcus sales. Marcus sales. Mark sales. Mark sales. Just the one thing. Martech. Mark sales. Mark sales. Also, one thing, baby. You know, this is a hypothesis of a, oh, in, in a way, but I personally think that depending on where you host your platform, kind of like changes the status as well of you on that relationship, right? Yeah. Personally, I think uh, let's call it a LinkedIn show is not the same as an Instagram live show, right? I think it's, it, it, it kind of like gives different vibes. Same as a podcast, right? A podcast is develops a different level of status in comparison to yeah. just a Facebook live, and, for example, right? And even inside of a podcast, right? You have, you know, podcasts that are produced uh, during a Zoom call or do you have an external studio that you record on, for example, our podcast, right? We have our studio here. We record here. It's online. We don't we don't bring people in person yet. Uh, but then you also have people that build in-house studios. So the perception of that, right, is that, and we actually met in Boise a, a few weeks ago, somebody that has this massive studio in Miami, and he's like, hey, I'll just bring you into my studio. Is a business, is a tax deductible trip for you. So you went on that side. We have this amazing experience. We talk. And then, uh, and I asked him straight up, I'm like, hey, do you, you use this as a sales vehicle where you develop relationships and then make deals? And they're in the real estate space. And he's like, 100%. That's exactly what we do. And for him, the perceived value of that person that's coming to that studio is going to be way, way higher than somebody that does a Zoom show. So again, go back to the publishing pyramid and look at your resources. How are you investing your time? How are you investing the money that you have? 
are you able to build something like this? A company, a local company that we helped a couple of years ago did the same thing. We started recording locally, right? Then COVID happened. They transitioned to Zoom meetings and then they actually built an in, um, in-building, in-house studio where they were able to bring people or they also were able to Zoom people out. But the, the final product was really high quality and that helped them a ton with that authority building. 100%. All right, I have I have two minutes, so should we go into the next ones? No, there's two the, more. I think honestly, I, I I'm bringing the next ones, and I think they're they're not that relevant to to the content is profit fam. Um, I'm honestly just gonna skim through the uh, skim over them. Sounds good. But uh, personally, I think we're already sure the most valuable the most valuable ones. The next one is inbound marketing will remain a best practice for grow, growing brands. Um. I don't think that's a surprise, if I'm being honest. Everybody wants leads and people that are, you know, showing already attention and intention and raising their hands and saying, I'm interested in this topic. Mm-hmm. And then you obviously try to transition those into your business. Uh, also, I see why including that makes sense in the article, right? Because HubSpot <laughs> helps you with inbound marketing. <laughs> that conference is called Inbound. <laughs> <laughs> there, we, there we go. So By the way. it makes total sense, including <laughs> yes. that one in the article. But... At the same time, it is relevant, very, very relevant. So can you be successful just doing outbound? 100%. Can you be successful only doing inbound? 100%. We are fans of finding your own how, right? What is it that works for you? Not what what works for other companies might not work necessarily for you and, you know, the way you do business or the way your organization is set up. So make sure you're taking that into consideration when you're deciding to do outbound, inbound, both whatever it is, or your six sale platform, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of if you are heavy inbound, right? If you are relying on those ads, you know, we know we all know what happened with the iOS update not so long ago, right? With TikTok, different platforms, it can be somewhat overwhelming. But if you have a system that's already running, right? That's perfect. But at the same time, think about the back end of, of that pipeline or your platform, right? Who are the big fish that you can make probably bigger deals, bigger relationships, one too many, right? And use your publishing platform as you build your authority, relevancy, and trust, right? As you build your brand, use that backend to connect with those big, big, big relationships that you can do, right? Probably they don't have the time to be looking at your inbound marketing. And that's probably the best way, the fastest path uh, to make the connection with them. Yeah. And then the last one here is experiential marketing could make a comeback. So in here, they talked about augmented reality and virtual reality. And I think that would be really, really cool. You know, if you cannot make an in-person convention, maybe you'll be able to attend somehow uh, as virtual reality. I think that would be very, very cool. But at the same time, we've noticed the value of being in-person and Mm -hmm. shaking hands with people in the same industry. So Obviously, there has been going more events, more events, picking back up. And we totally recommend doing those. Honestly, we've created very strong relationships. We found a lot of people to bring into our platforms based on those events and partnerships and business as well. So, again, it is picking back up. So make sure you start buying your plane tickets and your van tickets so you can go and, and, and meet some awesome people. Absolutely. Not only that, right? If you are looking into this and creating an experience, an event where you have people coming on, yes, it can be a heavy lift to bring those in, but... The commitment of food that's, that those that come to your event is going to be way higher, right? Those who pay, pay attention. 
Uh, we're actually planning not internally for us, but we're helping plan like a daily bootcamp uh, for some one of our clients. And uh, they are planning this whole experience where they fly people in, right? And their goal is to have 10 people. But these 10 people that come in into that one day experience, they're going to be way qualified into what their product is, right? They have 50000 $300,000 products on the back end. And these people that show that intention, that invest in going to that experience, um, are going to be primed to do that because they're building their relationship with you in a more intimate environment. So if you're a company that has those kind of products or you're looking into building something like this, keep that in mind. It's so, so, so worth it. Wait one second. So worth it? So, so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platforms and on social media at Co. Again, again. <laughs> guys, if today's episode helped you with one step closer to us, your goal, please don't forget to share it. And the outro is over. Okay, See ya. Let, let's do it again. Hold on. No, no, we're out. We're out. We're out? We're okay. Out here. We're out here. <laughs> don't forget to share it. This is this is raw. This is what we <laughs> preach. Raw in the moment, baby. Let's go. Bye, guys.